the Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. You want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia, episode number 45 of the aforementioned Purple Mafia. Today, today is October the 11th, 2009, and we have another Vikings victory to talk about today. But before we get into that, Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes, and I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this hit show in the Twin Cities. As on thesportstuff.com, we do have a message board. There's a button in the right-hand side that says TSS Board. Simply click on that. That is how you can sign up and be a part of things here on thesportstuff.com. You can join the message board, talk in the Purple Mafia section, interact with me and other people, other uh, podcast or not, yeah, other podcasters, other members of the website, and also you can talk with some of the new folks from the Twin Cities and Viking fans from from abroad, like. Well, like Aussie Wolf, who is also a Viking fan, of course, from Australia, and a big Timberwolves fan, and Twine Ball, who joined recently, a Vikings fan from the Twin Cities. Thanks again, guys, for joining. And let's get some more let's get some more Minnesota fans on these message boards, as of course they are worldwide. So people could be from anywhere on there. Uh, when you do join, there is a little referral bar. Type in Paladino Live, two separate words: P A L A D I N O. Live, two separate words is mentioned. That is how I can be mentioned as a referral, and I don't make money doing it. It just shows I care about the site and brought more of you on board. So please do hop on. I'd appreciate it very much. Also, if you'd like to, please rate me on iTunes. Make your comment, whatever it is, whatever you want to say about my show. Rate it however you believe. So it'd be great to have some more ratings for Purple Mafia on iTunes. One final thing, we have a voicemail for Purple Mafia and for other shows on thesportstuff.com. Number is 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. State you are calling for Purple Mafia and make your comments, shout out, whatever it is, and we'll have you on board. As we do have a caller today, and we will get to that very shortly. So with no further ado, we'll get into the game, and we'll be into that right after this. Here on thesportstuff.com, the new fast-breaking wolves are bursting on the scene with Timberwolves Explosion. Hear about this exciting new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, Johnny Flynn, and new coach Kurt Rambis. Check us out on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes, where we cover the wolves like nobody else. Show your true blue, download and listen to this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. And we are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 45, which is a reminder for iPod 
and Microsoft Zoom and other MP3 users. Thanks again for joining today. And uh, we did have a call in. Jason from Delta was nice enough to call in to Purple Mafia, and I appreciate that very much. And uh, he re- he talks about how when the Vikings have the lead, <laughs> that we go into that nasty prevent defense that I mentioned. And here is Jason right now. Hi, I'm calling in for Purple Mafia. Um, I was just wondering uh, if you're a little bit concerned um, with the way that the, the Vikings um, play when they have the lead. I was just wondering why why, uh, why do they sit back in that soft zone coverage and let them take them huge chunks of yards when we have the lead? It's just kind of weird. Jason from Delta. And thank you for that call, Jason. I do appreciate it. And, yeah, you know, it, the Vikings always, this year, yeah, again, the Green Bay Packer game was a very big example of the Vikings when they had a pretty sizable lead at 28-14 to 14 against the Green Bay Packers last week, they played that nasty prevent defense, and Aaron Rodgers really carved us up. And, folks, it was a ball game all the way to the bitter end in that game. Luckily, that was not the case today when the Vikings were able to squeak out, uh, squeak out right? <laughs> 38-10 to 10 victory. Um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers had that 375 yards last week. That was ridiculous, and there was nobody near the... Uh, Open receivers like Donald Driver and Jennings and Donald Lee and uh, Jermichael Finley. Uh, we didn't give up the big play later. Of course, Jermichael Finley had that explosion. But the constant, I mean, you only need 10 yards to get a first down. And when they're moving the chains, it's, well, kind of defeats the purpose of the, the word we call like to call defense. And, yeah, that's a very big, that, that, is a, that, that was a concern of mine in that game, uh, Jason. So I do appreciate that call. Very well thought of. Uh, prevent defense, you know what it really, you know, the famous phrase for that is all it does is prevent wins. And uh, it almost did. Luckily today, though, as mentioned, Kyle Bowler <laughs> and the St. Louis Rams, well, <laughs> that was quite a joke. As mentioned, 38-10. to 10. Um, The Rams had numerous opportunities in this game today to to get stuff done. I mean, they would get all the way to the red, zo- the red zone as the Vikings continue to give up uh, plays to the St. Louis Rams. Of course, first downs, which is a little bit frustrating. Giving up lots of first downs. Kyle Bowler actually passed for 209 yards today, folks. Kyle Bowler, 209 yards. Unfortunately for him, no touchdowns. Just an interception. Uh, very interesting stuff when you come to that. Mark Bolger, of course, came in and had a lot of fun late. Uh, very interesting there to see Mark Bolger come in. But uh, despite injuries, 7 of 7 for him. 88 yards. Of course, that was a Scoring drive, or the nice, perfect 158.3 rating. A little too little too late there for Mr. Kyle Bowler. Or, excuse me, excuse me, Mark Bulger. Their names are kind of familiar looking there. Vikings amassed two sacks today. Two sacks total. Not quite the eight sack thing that we had last week, but Jared Allen, again, a terror for the St. Louis Rams, as we'll get into that very shortly. Vikings had a pretty impressive start to the game overall. A, a, a time-consuming five-minute or so drive that ended with a rush for Adrian Peterson into the end zone. Uh, for the first time this year, the Minnesota Vikings, the first couple of plays of the game were passing plays. I mean, about 99.9% of the time, the first couple of plays of the game are, hand, are a handoff to Adrian Peterson. So very interesting there. Very interesting indeed. 
Peterson. Uh, the running game scored three touchdowns today for the Minnesota Vikings. Adrian Peterson with 69 yards, a 4.6 yard per carriage, carriage carry carry. His long of the day only 15 yards, but it was just flat out consistency. Only 15 rushes. Of course, Chester Taylor took over and eh, you know 2.2 yards per carry, 20 yards, but he did get into the end zone, which was nice in a Tavares Jackson drive late in the game. Nice to see there indeed. Brett Favre, though, very accurate again, 75%, 232 yards. But he threw an interception today, and this was his first, like, real obvious interception, unfortunately. Because this one he threw to the famous James Laurinaitis. Yep, James Laurinaitis, who is a rookie captain linebacker for the St. Louis Rams. So, you know, when when you have a rookie, despite how talented James Laurinaitis of, of course, Ohio State, Played here in Minnesota, but uh, originally, obviously, he's from here and uh, had a very successful career in Ohio State. But when you have a rookie captain, despite how good he is, that tells you the team is, uh, has no veterans, no veteran leadership on that team, and uh, that's why they're 0-5 now, St. Louis Rams. Um, very interesting there when you come to that. But unfortunately, the Vikings defense not looking so hot against the pass once again. Kyle Bowler had 209 yards, folks. Mark Bulger at 88, remember, in the end. That was just kind of the classic prevent defense. Uh, you know, that's okay, I guess, because that was a garbage timer. But, uh, yeah, the Packer game was not garbage timer. Luckily, though, yeah, the, Kyle Bowler got the, Vi- the Vikings, the Rams, all the way down to the red zone. But as he was hiking the ball, he stepped back. He was going to cock back to throw. The ball suddenly wasn't in his hand. Yet, for some reason, Spags, Steve Spagnolo still challenged it. There was no forward motion at all. I mean, it was obviously a fumble. But the good part about what happened was Jared Allen, yep, Jared Allen, the guy who got about 100 sacks last week, you know, four and a half, that's quite a few for, that's quite a few, and it was a Monday Night Football record, picked up the fumble and scampered 52 yards. Of course, Kevin Williams was pressuring Kyle Bowler, and Bowler panicked, of course. But yeah, 52 yards, and all of a sudden it's 14 to nothing, and the Rams are screwed, folks. <laughs> you know the Rams aren't going to come back against the Vikings. There's just no way. There's no way. And uh, things get a little bit boring. The game was kind of sloppy, kind of boring, and uh, whatever at this point. It was already 14 nothing. The Rams are able to get a chip shot field goal. As the Vikings pass defense again, not looking too impressive, really. Uh, Steven Jackson also. At 84 yards. Now, he also had a fumble today, a lost fumble. Not just a fumble, but fumble lost today. That's not good. There were, yeah, there were four fumbles today, or three fumbles, excuse me. Four, yep, no, ah, excuse me. Randy, nope, Fells fumbled the ball. I'm a little screwed up here. Sorry, <laughs> looking at all these too much at once right in my face here. Fells gave up a fumble as well. This was just a nasty game. St. Louis Rams. Numerous opportunities, as mentioned, in the red zone today. I mean, I don't know how many times they got to the red zone and coughed the ball up. It was pretty ridiculous, to be honest with you. Pretty ridiculous. Including Kyle Bowler's pretty ugly interception today. Nothing special there for him either. Um, but at this point, the game was 14-3 to about midway through the second quarter. The Vikings then had a decent drive that ended in a 47-yarder from Ryan Longwell. They make it 17-3, to and folks, the game gets unbelievably boring. Like, it almost gets hazy. It actually kind of gets hazy for me at this point because it was so boring. 
I mean, nothing was really going on. Neither team really seemed to care. Uh, the morale in this game was just like, whatever. You know, Vikings already won. Um, the Rams weren't really – the Rams weren't good enough to really accomplish much, of course, as they were turning the ball over and turning the ball over. And the Vikings, well, to them, it just it felt like a practice. You could just see – you could just kind of see it the way they were playing today. That it was like it was almost like it was. It's practice, you know. It's a preseason game. Let's all let's all get out of here healthy. Let's not get hurt. Let's just be careful. We don't and we don't want to rub it in because you know what's the point? But the Vikings did have a very nice drive down the stretch that ended with a touchdown pass from Brett Favre to Vasante Shenko, who has yet another touchdown. And the guy continues to be an awesome tight end and be a nice a favorite target for. The aforementioned Brett Favre. I mean, he has three favorite targets right now that are plain as day. Percy Harvin, Sidney Rice, the other two. Percy Harvin, just a huge game for him today. Sidney Rice had a 47-yard catch today. 61 yards for him. The guy just looks like a stud right now, continuing to improve. Percy Harvin, though, showed that shiftiness. He almost, almost, almost had a touchdown early, really early in the game. But it was uh, stepped out of bounds at about the two or three yard line. Man, oh man, oh man! My fantasy team could have used that today. <laughs> Not that it really matters to you listeners, but some of you might have him on your team. Man, almost got in there, but not not his day when it came to that. So the second week in a row, no touchdown for Percy. Still has three for the year, and a nice nice rookie for the Vikings boy. Whew! Could still looks like an offensive rookie of the year candidate. Um. As the game just kind of drug on, especially at this point, it was really, got really bad. I mean, I walked out of the room a few times, just couldn't, <laughs> I mean, I got distracted a few times, just nothing going on. It just got, it, it literally was like the fourth preseason game almost, it felt like it, or second or something. But then the Vikings do amass another good drive, about midway through the fourth quarter. Peterson up the middle for another touchdown. That was his second of the day. 31-3. to Rams absolutely buried at this point. Completely buried. But then Mark Bulger enters the game and has his excellent, excellent drive. 7-7 seven of seven for Mark Bulger for the day. And that ended with a nice pass to Donnie Avery, who looks like a nice young receiver for these uh, St. Louis Rams. Very nice indeed. Led that team in uh, receptions today. Five catches, 87 yards. And, of course, that 27-yard reception. And it was 31-10, so there's your garbage time uh, point. Of course, Tavares Jackson takes over. you got to get Favre out of there. There's no reason to leave him in there. It's just pointless. No reason to have somebody roll on his ankle or something and screw everything up. So I don't think I'd want Tavares Jackson starting for this team, even though he you know, he did his job. He did pretty well. Um, good, good job by Tavares overall, at least. And Chester Taylor... Wrapping things up with about two minutes to go up the middle for a touchdown. And uh, he caps off a very solid day as well. Chester Taylor did have 47, 49 yards receiving. as he is, He's been a better receiver than a running back this year. 49 yards receiving, folks. Chester Taylor. Probably the best number two back in the league right now. I mean, uh, you know, look look at Lendell White and uh, Jonathan Stewart. They're not doing anything. Jonathan Stewart finally getting into the end zone today. It's about flipping time. Lendell White had one touchdown so far this year, and he's got about eight yards for the year. Yeah, he's a stud, isn't he? He was, <laughs> but that's pretty much all that matters at this point. Is our Vikings are five and zero, 
And uh, for the first time, with all the good teams that Brett Favre played on in Green Bay, for the first time in his career, he's 5-0. and So, interesting, huh? That's an interesting stat right there. And uh, hopefully it bodes well for the future of this team this season. And uh, that's going to conclude the uh, the game wrap-up. Not the most exciting game ever. I don't think anybody really thought the Vikings were going to lose today unless it was just like uh, the biggest joke ever. But, uh, yep, the Vikings do get out of there with the victory. And um, the prevent defense didn't get us killed today. So <laughs> we'll just hope that we don't have that problem next week against the Baltimore Ravens as we will get into them a little game preview with the Baltimore Ravens right after this following announcement. Here on the sportsstuff.com, we're turning up the tempo on Brave the Wild. A new era has come to the state of hockey with new attitude, Martin Hamlet, a more open style with coach Todd Richards, and a new philosophy in general manager Chuck Fletcher. We're available on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes. Answer the call and get ready to brave the wild. And we are back again on Purple Mafia, episode 45. A reminder yet again for those of you out there that are listening to an MP3 player. Well, it's time to talk about the Baltimore Ravens, who have lost two games in a row. They opened the season 3-0 and looking like favorites. I mean, they were ranked number one in a lot of power rankings at this point. Joe Flacco in his sophomore year. No sophomore slump for him, at least not for the first three games. <laughs> As the Baltimore Ravens impressing everybody with their running game and their passing game until they ran into the New England Patriots last week, who also aren't all that impressive this year. Patriots win 27-21 to in that game. A lot of people picking Baltimore to win that one, but they didn't. And today, folks, the Cincinnati Bengals defeat the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Yes, you, you, you heard me right. The Baltimore Ravens are beaten by the Cincinnati Bengals in Baltimore. Um... Wow, this is just getting really, really crazy. As Coach Lewis in Cincinnati has his Bengals 4-1. and one, and, a, and a healthy Carson Palmer continues to play some good football. Uh, completed 58%. That's not amazing, but eh, he had a touchdown and interception. The guy's never going to be as good as he was in, in uh, uh, 2005. 2006, you know, you could just tell he wasn't quite the same after that knee injury. Not quite as, just not quite quite as uh, crisp, I guess, with his passing. He's just kind of a, he gets a, maybe a few more touchdowns and interceptions. He's not this elite Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, Tom Brady type player like he appeared to be at one point. Um, and also the morale on that Bengals team dropped dramatically after that for some stinking reason. And it appears to be the same thing going on for Tom Brady, <laughs> despite the fact they're still winning. Um, Cincinnati hands Baltimore their second straight loss. Second straight loss for Baltimore, and then we got to play them here next week. Going to be very, very interesting indeed. As it's going to be called the, it's going to be dubbed the Burke Bowl. As uh, Matt Burke comes home to Minnesota to play the Vikings right away, right away after leaving for Baltimore, Maryland, a very, very good football team over there. The running game in Baltimore, well. They've made some changes, you could say. Ray Rice appears to have uh, taken over the number one spot completely, at, at least for the last couple of weeks here. 14 rushes for Ray Rice, 4.9 a carry, including a 21-yard 
uh, scamper. Not too bad there. Didn't get a touchdown on the ground, but he did get a receiving touchdown. As Ray Rice, 74 yards receiving. A 48-yarder in that case. There was a 48-yard scamper reception and go. Seven receptions for Ray Rice. So apparently there is your offensive stud right now in Baltimore. That's the guy to worry about regarding um, the Baltimore Ravens here. Uh, here's a good sign when it comes to a possible, you know, Adrian Peterson, a possible good game for AP next week. Cedric Benson had 120 yards. The guy continues, continues to completely shut all his doubters up here at this point in time. I mean, everybody thought, yeah, it's just a lucky hot start for Cedric Benson. You know, don't buy anything into it. It's all just a joke. The guy is terrible. Complete bust in Chicago. Fourth was a third overall pick for the Bears a few years back. Complete bust. Whatever. It's all over. The Cincinnati needed somebody because they just completely ran out of gas over there at the running position. The running back, they have nothing at all. No Rudy Johnson. And, uh, you know, the guy completely just fell apart later in his career. Cedric Benson continues to impress with these uh, Cincinnati Bengals. 4.4 a carry. The guy's their offensive star right now, Cedric Benson. So hopefully the Minnesota Vikings with Adrian Peterson can have a 100-plus running game out of AP next week against these Baltimore Ravens, despite the fact they're known for an amazing defense. I'd say their passing defense is a little better you know, than their running defense. But they gave up a lot of yards today, man. 271 passing from Carson Palmer. So Cincinnati just got the job done. And Baltimore's uh, passing game or overall, not quite the same. The passing and running overall, I mean, it's still pretty good, but not what it was. It certainly isn't what it was the first couple weeks. Joe Flacco looking like a world beater early on. Two interceptions today. And 186 yards overall. Um... Yeah, you know, the, the guy's coming back to the pack a little bit, as expected from someone his age. And uh, the atmosphere in the Metrodome, well, it's going to make things really interesting. Um, nobody's going to pick the Vikings to go 16-0 and or anything, because you, you just can't. It's, it's happened once, and we saw what happened to the New England Patriots. Now, of course, 14-0 and happened to the Miami Dolphins, and they won, the, and they won it all. But the, uh, the Patriots did not win it all. And, of course, yeah, as mentioned, it's happened, well, overall twice in terms of being undefeated in the regular season. Vikings are not that kind of team. I don't think, I just don't. <laughs> I don't think anybody really believes that. But uh, if the Vikings can win Sunday, you could you could be looking at a 13-win team. If you could beat the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday and go 6-0, and this could be a 13-3 and ball club, folks. Very, very amazing. And, of course, uh, you know, as they say, this is right when the uh, the schedule for the Vikings gets a lot tougher than the first five games, which were yeah, a borderline cakewalk other than that Packer game. Borderline cakewalk. It really was. San Francisco made it a lot harder than people expected, as they are going to win the NFC West without a doubt. They're going to kick that division. <laughs> they're going to open, they're going to tear that division a new one, folks. Um if the Vikings can defeat this Baltimore Ravens team as they are slumping a teeny bit, yeah, man. I think this is this is a game that most people projected as a loss for the Vikings just because the Baltimore is the kind of team that's, you know, they're going to frustrate. They're going to frustrate anybody pretty much. Favre might have an interception or two or maybe Peterson another fumble, but who who knows? Um, man, 
Right now, I say I can't bet against the Vikings at this point in time because Baltimore's slumping and the Vikings are doing, you know, they're they're on a roll. It just seems like the dome magic is on the Vikings' side right now. And I think the Vikings go 6-0, and folks. And I'm not trying to be a homer, but that's just what I'm seeing at this point in time. And what's even crazier is Pittsburgh Steelers just, you know, they're just starting to finally get their butts in gear over there as they had a pretty, pretty ugly start to the season, losing to Cincinnati and, and others. Um, who knows? Who knows how long this undefeated streak will continue? They won't go on forever, but you never know. There might be some unexpected victories on the way. As remember, that happened to the Vikings in the 15-1 and season. Nobody on this planet would have thought we were going to beat Dallas in Dallas and all that, and Green Bay in Green Bay and all that. So a lot of us thought they were going to be 11-5 and that year. And uh, I picked the Vikings to be 11-5 and this year. I, I bumped it up to 12-4 and when Favre signed, but who knows? Who knows? You just hope this can continue. You hope the Vikings don't lose next week. Um, you might have noticed the previews seems like a little bit longer than normal because well, the St. Louis Rams game was just, you know, there was not all that much to talk about, really. It was a pretty simple kind of a practice, preseason type of game. It really felt like that. And this Baltimore game is huge. This is a very pivotal pivotal game for the Vikings this season. Very huge. I mean, it's really going to reflect on possible home field advantage throughout the uh, NFC playoffs this year. It, it could happen. It's a possibility. The New York Giants romped the Raiders today. A complete joke. But the Vikings did their job as well. And that is the good news. That is indeed the good news for this club. So, well, if some of you out there that may have wanted this show to be about 40, 40 minutes long or something, uh, well, I'm sorry, but it just wasn't the kind of game you really go into detail. There wasn't anything amazing about it. And uh, I've said what I, all I need to say when it, regarding the Baltimore Ravens. It's going to be it's going to be an interesting battle, but uh, they're a very beatable team right now, believe it or not, as they are starting to hit a wall a little bit over there. And, of course, as mentioned, it's in the Dome, so it's not going to be an easy task for those Baltimore Ravens. So we're going to give a quick reminder here. Please call into the voicemail. It is 209-736-7877, 209-736-7877. Leave a, um, whatever you want, any type of shout-out, a question, a comment, whatever it is. Make sure you mention which show you are calling into. This, of course, Purple Mafia. Do sign up for the message boards. You'd really, really appreciate it. And, hey, Jason from Delta, don't be afraid to call in again and do sign up for those message boards. It's 100% free, thesportsstuff.com. That's right, thesportsstuff.com. All, of course, one word and two two S's. That might be something people miss out. Sports and stuff, it's two S's, not just one. Um, that's about, about, about it when it comes to that. Paladino Live at Yahoo.com. Paladino Live at Yahoo.com. Leave your name and town and mention whatever comment you want there as well, and I can read that on there. And, of course, any posts in the Purple Mafia section and possible some in the Minnesota Vikings section could be read on air as well if, uh, you know, if they pertain to the show for the perfect day, uh, for the current day, excuse me. And um, it, it'll be great. Great to have you on board. I appreciate it very much. A lot of you out there still listening. Like, uh, you know, Ozzy Wolf and Twineball, all you that came out of the woodwork, I appreciate it, and let's get some more. Come on out there. I know you're out there. So we'll talk to you soon. And uh, Vikings 6-0 and next week. What? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Enjoy. Take care.